Welcome to Season 2 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hi Life Reframers, I'm Joanne and of course it's my pleasure to welcome Sandy. Hey Sandy, how are you? I'm good Joanne. I'm just a little bit in shock that it is the end of September and I'm starting to think about all of the things I wanted to do this year and look at my goals and realize I have three months to get it all done. But it's doable and I just have to get focused and get things going. How are you doing? Oh, absolutely. Isn't it time to reframe and realign for the last three months? Exactly. Uh, I'm doing really well, thanks, Sandy. I just love the fall. I love the fall. Probably don't like picking up the leaves, but just love the fall. And as you say, it's uh, it's kind of on that ramp up to uh, to the end of the year. So I'm super excited to be bringing our episode today, which is all about procrastination and I'm a very action oriented person like I like to take action I like to get stuff done I used to say to my team when I was managing I can do process I can do talking about things to a certain point and then at some point we've got to take action so I don't initially think of myself as a procrastinator mm. until <laughs> There's these things that I realize, oh, yeah, you've been putting that off. And that is when I know. <laughs> that is what procrastination is. It's delaying or postponing something. I'm sure everyone, you and I and our listeners, there are times in our life when we procrastinate. I mean, when are some of your biggest procrastination moments, I guess, Sandy? Okay, so I am a procrastinator. And actually just looking at that word and thinking, what does that word mean? Like, where did it come <laughs> from? Because it's pro sounds like it's a good thing. Like I'm procrastination. But what is crastination? I don't know. Where do <laughs> I digress? Where do I procrastinate? Just about everywhere. I am deadline driven. So I like a little bit of urgency is kind of a motivator for me. So I tend to leave things until the last minute to get them done. So I'm not a good person at setting soft deadlines. I need hard deadlines. If I know it's not a real deadline, it it doesn't work for me. You know, some people can map out things and work a little bit, a little bit, a little bit on things. I have to just do it at the end. So I procrastinate a lot around things that are very involved, like multi-step projects I tend to put mm -hmm. off for sure. That's one thing I know. And so, well, we'll get into this a little bit when we talk about how we deal with procrastination. So I, I have just recently come up with a, a good solution on some projects for myself. I also I also procrastinate on things where I don't feel really confident. And that's where procrastination comes from. It can result out of fear. You know, we're putting we're putting something off because we are too scared, we think that we don't have the skill 
or the ability to do it or to take the action. So generally something is missing. So what is missing? Do we need to develop a skill? Do we need to have conversations with people? Do we need to practice? You know, I remember, I mean, you must remember presenting for the first time way back when. Okay, enough and about the age. No! <laughs> <laughs> it went, and it's so funny, my, my mind totally wasn't on the age thing. On, way like, back. <laughs> You and I have been presenting since our 20s, right? right. So, <laughs> so, yeah, fear fear can really hold us back. But what helps us get over that fear is, is practice and practicing that skill. And then, of course, what does practice do? It helps build our confidence, of course. But, Sandy, can I share just some insight that I feel about you around procrastination? Sure. I'm interested. I'm curious now. <laughs> I may feel vulnerable, but I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny when you said you procrastinate. I'm the same with you. I'm deadline driven. Absolutely. But you know where I feel you don't procrastinate? And we were just having a conversation similar during the summer is I don't feel you procrastinate when it comes to technology. No, I don't. You are making those decisions. You are embracing. You are, what did I call a You are a... Um, early adopter, you're making those decisions, you're buying those things you want to buy <laughs> um, because you really embrace technology. Right. I love technology. So I think that fits into those categories of fear and confidence. So because I feel confident with technology and I feel confident in my ability to learn new technology. So for me, it's actually quite enjoyable, so I don't procrastinate there at all. I think that where I really procrastinate, though, you, you were asking, and I just thought of something, is when I have to have a difficult conversation with someone, something that makes me feel uncomfortable, I procrastinate. So I, I don't make the call or, or get together with the person because probably fear, you know, I'm afraid that it's going to be uncomfortable or they're not going to like me heaven forbid someone doesn't like me or um that it's a bit of an unknown how the conversation will go yeah and you must i mean we find that when we're coaching and we all do i mean none of us are generally com comfortable with some of these challenging conversations so okay i should speak for my eye when when i think about all the challenging conversations i've had that that I have procrastinated on having, it always ends so much better than I thought. The conversations are very deep and, of course, it takes two to be open to that process and the relationship is, is even a little deeper as a result of it. And I found that, you know, working with teams and working with, with managers and leaders, that is the thing many people put off the most giving really good constructive feedback or having those conversations when people are failing to live up to expectations or, or to do their work or even in the family having those conversations around how we interpret things and how we may process stuff so definitely that is one of the areas where I have procrastinated on and as much as we try and put it away and go well it doesn't really matter it does. It's not going to go away. It will always be there. So mm. we need to find the confidence to deal with it. And for me, it is around what will they think? Will they like me? How will it go? Do you want 
those difficult conversations and those challenging conversations to enhance the relationship. But of course, it takes two people to be open to that process. So that's certainly where I procrastinate. And where else? I don't, I think, yeah, I'm deadline driven as well. So I will put something off. And just a decision that I don't want to make. And if it's because I think I'm going to let someone down, that's where I will procrastinate for sure. I procrastinate doing income tax. I do not like doing my income tax. So I am one of those people that files after the deadline almost every time. I just, even though I'm deadline driven and that's a pretty hard deadline, I rarely in my life have got my income tax done before the deadline. And it's really odd because I come from a family where every member of my family, they have their taxes submitted the first day you can have them in. Like wow. they, it, I don't know what, how that skipped me, but my siblings and my parents, they can't wait to get those forms in the mail so they can, you know, their, their slips, their email slips so they can get all their information together and send it in. And they've got it done and they've got their refunds if they're getting one and I'm still sitting on mine thinking, yeah, I'll get to that tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a process. The hardest thing is, I mean, you know that, you know that you're procrastinating about that. The hardest thing is recognizing that you are procrastinating and how can this be done if we, you know, think about our reframe model really reflecting, really looking back at the week or the month and assessing, is there anything that has been on my list to do that I've put put off, you know, that, that I just kept thinking other things are more important? Or even engaging in your relationships, engaging in conversations with people and saying, hey, is there anywhere you feel that... I say things because language, as we've spoken about before, means a lot. So if you keep saying something, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you don't do it, some great feedback uh, can come from some of your relationships in relation to that piece. Mm -hmm. But that's the really hard one. It takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of uh, openness and being okay. None of us is perfect. And we will have those areas that we do keep putting off. And then it's really, really asking, okay, why am I putting this off? What, what is that about? Right. Is it because I'm scared? Is it because I'm, I don't have a skill? Is it because I'm worried about what someone else will say or think? Or is it really because I just don't have time and I haven't scheduled it? That's an easy one. Schedule it in your calendar. Exactly. Okay, so some strategies for helping with procrastination. You just mentioned one for me. It's having a calendar and scheduling things. And I have started, kind of resurrected. I used to use a paper planner, and now I've gotten back into using one. And I've been experimenting a little bit with bullet journaling, and it's something that I want to do more of. And I'll put a link to bullet journaling in my in our show notes so people can understand it if they're not familiar with it. But one of the things that helps me about writing out my week is not just scheduling the things that I'm procrastinating on, but it's so easy electronically to change a date. 
it's it's just very easy so i use a task management system called asana and it's very easy the day's gone by and i didn't do what i said i was going to do and i just click on that little calendar and give myself another week and it's off my list it's cleared up but when i write down what i'm going to do and i have to rewrite it the next week or the next day or however out however i'm using my planning system it really is much more difficult to ignore that I'm procrastinating on something because I've, I see it written due income tax for five weeks in a row and I just keep moving it forward on my paper planner oh. and it becomes more of a trigger for me. I, I can't ignore it as easily. So that's one of my strategies right now is using a paper planner and writing down the things that I have to do, the calls I have to make, the appointments I need and trying to make sure that every week I do the things that I plan to do. So mm. what are some strategies you use? Well, I'm curious that like, you know, you procrastinate with your income tax. So do you know why you pra procrastinate with that, doing that? Cause you can do it. You have the oh, skill yeah. and ability. Well, I, I don't do it. I actually procrastinate on getting it to my accountant, which is even worse. <laughs> so I don't even actually do it. So let's be honest. <laughs> I think it's just what I do. I get receipts and they're all they're. I'm very organized. So I have a file yes. system. And so all my paper receipts are in that file. And I have an electronic place where I keep all of my e receipts that come in on emails or whatever. And then I create a spreadsheet where I have to go through all my banking and look at all of my expenses because I'm self-employed. So all of the things that can be write off for my business. And it's multi-steps. Like it's like, you know, each one of those things can take a few hours and I just keep putting oh, it off. So it's, it's so you don't do that each month. You no, save all that. I to save the, it all to the end of oh, the year. So here can we I share are. you my strategy? Yeah. So here I am. It's the end of September and I have this big fat file folder in my drawer full of receipts from nine months now. So what's your strategy? I did that last year and it was horrible and it took a little bit of pre-organization but that's what I did I did up a spreadsheet uh, this year and at the end of every month I go in and I put my mileage I I just throw all my seats in one file and then pull them out at the end of the each month I type them into my spreadsheet I code them as to what they are is it stationary is it for a client uh, training that I did, uh, you know, whatever it, whatever the expenses are related to. And I tell you what, I've kept it up. I'm just – so that's one of my strategies. So now when I go to do my tax, because I was the same, I put mine off right till the end as well. And part of it was because I was scared. I knew I'd have to pay money and I didn't really want to know how much. <laughs> so a bit of fear. Part of it was also because I'd never done it before. So I knew I'd have to learn new processes and, and read stuff and, and my fear around numbers and all that kind of stuff. So I got over that and then adapted a process that I could use each month. And I have to say, you are very organized, so I'm surprised you don't do that. I know. I, I'm going to put it off until January now because I'm already nine <laughs> months in. So why start now? 
I am going to attempt that in in the new year. Maybe okay. even I'm not going to commit to it, but maybe even this month I'll start where I am and start doing. I mean, if I at least did October, November, and December, that would be a head start. Yeah, I'd okay. be happy to share the, um, my spreadsheet with you. That goes to one of the strategies. So we're talking about strategies and you say, what do I use? So one of them is to engage some help from someone. So I do like having an accountability partner and that helps. So I'm happy to be your accountability partner and I'll check in with you each month to see if you've done your I love it. I work well with that. I'm good with accountability. I, I am. I'm really good with that. Yeah. You know, I think it's... So what you have is another one of my strategies that I'm really working on and that is creating a process for things. So I find when I have a process, I'm very good at doing things when I, you know, I, I follow through well. So I have recently created a whole process for creating my monthly newsletter or my weekly newsletter and blog posts. So I actually created a form and I have listed out all of the steps that I need to take and it there's a lot of steps in sending out a newsletter and writing a blog post you know there's there's writing editing selecting images creating your social media strategy around it creating your your newsletter that you know how many steps there are and so sometimes it's easy to put off something like that because the writing part for me is the fun part. It's all of the other stuff that is really work. So I created a process and now I have this great little spreadsheet and we know I are, um, it's a document I print out and I just cross off ev- everything that needs to be done. And I'm so rewarded by crossing off things. So it's really working for me. So you've just, so you know, my cr- procrastination over the past two months has been, my blog. Right. <laughs> Can you share your process? I will. Me? I'll send it to you because I'm finding it really helpful. I just print it out and now I know all the steps I have to take and I just can get through it. Well, and so this is a really good example. So part of it is habit. I was doing great with my blogs and love it and had a lot to write about and then a few weeks went past and I didn't get a chance to do one and then I started you know a bit of self-doubt well what am I going to write about anyway what's what should I write about and I was wondering should I write about because I'm really into politics at the moment but I don't know why well I do know why because it seems politics in the world is just going all over the place but so I'm just really but you know do I really want to write about that so then I started questioning and second guessing and then a week goes past another week goes past another week goes past and you think oh well I haven't done one in six weeks so what's another (laughs) but I don't have a process so yeah if we could help each other um, I could help with with your uh, your receipts and your taxes and and you could help me with the blog that's awesome so that's that's one of the strategies something else I do is I you I look at consequences and you were talking about using the calendar so I use my uh, electronic task list so as soon as January started, I, I wrote in a recurring task. Uh, mind you, I've written in a recurring task to do a blog. And as you say, it's just easy to delete that task. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> but I wrote in a recurring task to do my receipts and, and my mileage and stuff. And I think the second month I put it off, put it off, put it off. And then I thought, you know what, if – and I just reflected back on uh, – 
back on last year and I thought, if I don't do this, it's something I hate doing. So get it done regularly. I can just do it. It takes, you know, probably 20 minutes a month, half an hour a month. And the the consequence of not doing it is that uh, feeling of sitting there for a day or two having to to work through all that. So I do find the um, task list, the to-do list, and then taking it from there and actually carving out time in the calendar because you can have a big list, but if you don't make time for it in the calendar, mm-hmm. which I have, and, and then thinking of the consequences as a bit of a motivation to say, I've got to take action on this. I've really got to take action on this. So yeah, that's another strategy I do. That's good. I I appreciate that. And I, I am seriously going to make an effort to start now so that I don't have as much to do at the end of the year with my taxes. So this has been really helpful for me. And just thinking about where are some of the things that I procrastinate on. And I hope for our, our listeners as well that this whole idea of recognizing, just reflecting on why you're procrastinating is really helpful. And ask yourself, is it, are you afraid of something here? Are you putting this off because there's some fear attached to this? Or is it a confidence issue? I love, I love those two things. And I think that's a really big step. And I, you know, the things that we've talked about relationships. So we have now I'm giving you something to help you and you're going to give me some help me with mine. So having relationships with people where you can talk about the things you're procrastinating and get some accountability. I mean, that's, for me, one of the best things about working with a coach is the accountability part because once I'm talking through something with someone and I've come to some sort of agreement on the action that I need to take and I know they're going to be checking in with me I'm pretty (laughs) motivated so relationships like personal but they can be professional coaching relationships as well can really help with procrastination so you've just touched on something that I also wanted to talk about, and I, I probably put it in the re- realign part of um, our Reframe Your Life model that we spoke about a, a, a few sessions ago. And you've just kind of hit it on the head there. I, I find for me, if I'm doing something for someone else, I, I don't procrastinate as much because I don't want to let that person down. But if it's for me, I, for somehow it's okay to let myself down. I mean, that's really weird, right? <laughs> like, if you're doing something for a client, you will do it, and I will. Like, I will do it. I, oh, yeah. I will do it for the client, and I will meet. But with my blog and with your tax, well, they're for us. You know, I mean, I'm blogging. I'm blogging to help people for sure. But no one's no one's saying, "Oh, you've got a deadline. You've got a blog by then." It's it's really just for me to help other people. But I, I just seem to think, "Oh, it's it's okay not to do it." You know, I don't have an external person who um, I've made a commitment to, which is really quite strange. So I want to realign that and go, you know, things for me are just important as things for other people too. My, mm-hmm. my taxes, who I'm getting done for me, is just as important as 
other things I'm doing for clients as well. So, because I find I procrastinate way less when I've got an external person. And so, just as you said, with an accountability partner, I'm the same. If I have an accountability partner, it's like I don't want to let them down, even though it's just it's it's all around what I want to do and what I say I want to do and they're holding me accountable to my word but it, it just makes it seem a little bit different just do you know what I mean Sandy? I do like, and I have a thought about it because I think that it has to do with consequences so you know we talked about that a few minutes ago but when you let someone else down maybe you feel there's more consequences there for you personally, like how they perceive you, how, mm. you know, all of those things. When you let yourself down, maybe you, you're not, there's not as much of a consequence there. It, because we are, I mean, we are both people pleasers. I hate that term, but we, okay. we like to be liked. And so we like people to think well of us. And I don't think we're the only people like that. I think there's a lot of us who, especially a lot of women maybe who want to be liked. So I think that consequence for us is letting other people down is a relationship Mm. issue. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 That totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So However, also in the realign, sometimes when you go through the process, so, you know, the steps to overcome procrastination that we've talked about, number one, you've got to recognize that you are procrastinating. And you can do that through reflection, assessing your reality, using your relationships to help you see perhaps what you can't see, really asking those hard questions of yourself. Recognize why. So I asked, you know, you, okay, why? You know that you're doing it, so why? So go a bit deeper adopt some new strategies but then also after that whole process there may actually be some things that you actually need to review your decisions Mm. you know and and I've done that I've had things on my list and then I've reviewed okay why is it on my list is it really what I want to do or is it on there because I think that's what I should be doing (laughs) or is it on there because I got the idea from someone else and I thought oh yeah I want to do that too like you've really got to review and to me realignment comes with what is your commitment and what are your goals and what is your purpose and it all if everything you are doing isn't related to that then that's where you may see a little bit more procrastination Mm. so so sometimes it's reviewing and going okay I've been putting this off am I scared you know no do I need do I have the confidence yeah I do but but is this really something I want to do you know, and we can fall into the trap. Oh, this is what I think I should be doing. You know, should I be really doing that type of training or not? So sometimes it is actually realigning and reviewing those decisions that you've made, and just and, but you are actively changing or altering that decision, and that's okay because you've got full awareness around it, and it's a choice. I'm actually working on a webinar right now on decision making. And one of the reasons I started writing this webinar was because I made a decision in the summer that really was not aligned with my values and and what I want to do. And I suddenly thought about it from that perspective of decision making and how I make decisions. And I love that as a step to overcoming procrastination. I think that's really something I'm taking away from this podcast myself is review your decision and why do you think you want to do it? Maybe you're 
putting it off because you don't even really want to do it. And mm-hmm. somehow it's got into on your list because in a moment you thought it was a good idea. So I think that might be very freeing for some of our listeners. Yeah, awesome. Well, this has been great for me, Sandy. <laughs> me too. Let's do this topic every week. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. And I and we both are in areas of service, right? So if I can help you, it helps me. It gives me a sense of purpose as well. So yeah, if I can help share a process with you, you can help share a process with me. We're going to be blogging and taxing. taxing. <laughs> I don't even know the verb for doing your taxes, no, but <laughs> filing our taxes. And when it, and it, and <laughs> you can compete with your family. Well, I already had my tax done. Already. Exactly. <laughs> Look at me that's great thank you this has been good yeah we'd love to hear from our listeners so do tell us what you may be procrastinating about and engage engage in in some reflection some realignment and engage in your relationships and and really look at uh, what you're doing and and how you're moving forward and and be open to reframing as always take care guys Hi Life Reframers, did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.